Tanner, how are you today, man? And I'm just happy to be here. Um, I'm glad we finally got to <laughs> yeah. got to connect. Um, I get to meet a lot of people through the internet, and so it's always nice to have like a sit down conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And you're having a great day yeah. so far. <laughs> We're having an interesting day over here, but we'll make it through. Yeah, well, no, it's great. It's what a what a time to be alive, you know. So, uh, for anyone who is first listening to this, um, this is conversation. So Tanner and I are going to have a conversation as if we are at coffee. I think right now, more than ever, uh, conversations are needed. And is that coffee, by the oh, way? For sure, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got. I got a monster, so <laughs> I'm. Uh, You'll be good to go. I'm over caffeinated yeah. right now. Yeah, I'll be talking uh, your ears off at about three minutes, and this kicks in. But uh, tell the viewers a little bit about who you are. Like, what's your story? Kind of give us an introduction of who Tanner Olson is. Wow, it's it's loaded. Um, yeah, my name is Tanner Olson. Uh, <laughs> I always say that I'm an author, poet, speaker. I have a podcast. I, I do a whole bunch of things, but really, um, I just like to write. Um, I want to, to mm -hmm. spread hope with the things that I've written. I want people to know that they, oh, that, that, that they're okay, you know, and that, that life is hard and it's difficult, yeah. but like, I don't know, God is good. Um, life is challenging, but we have each other. And so the, a lot of the things that I write are these mm -hmm. little reminders and, and, and snippets of hope that are anchored in, in, in the truth that, that we are loved by God, known by God and sent by God. And that's really what I want to communicate um, through my work, through my writing, through my words. Um, and so I've been doing this for about 10 years now and um, have four books out and get to travel around the country, sharing poetry, telling stories, making jokes, having conversations, speaking and, and doing all those fun things. So life is certainly not what I thought it was going to be. Um, but like I said, man, like, I'm just I'm just happy to be here, you know? Yeah. It's incredible. Well, there's probably so much to unpack in what you just said. Like you said, it's kind of a uh, a lot, but it's good. So tell me a little bit. Sorry, I got to pause it. My light literally just shut off. <laughs> Love that. That's okay. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I, I have two laptops. It, it signed me out because... I always keep two laptops because you only have two, so many USB plugins, you know? Yeah. It's life. That's why I got a Sinatra tattoo because that's life. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. Uh, we should be good. All right. That was a good segment. Anyways, uh, yeah, Tanner, tell me a little bit about how you got into like the writing sphere. Obviously, um, it's probably way before there was ever a platform before there was ever any traveling mm -hmm. before really i'm sure it just started with an idea and where was the root or where did this that start i have i write poetry i have a lot of feelings and i had a lot of feelings when i was in <laughs> when i was in middle school and so i can remember listening to like uh back to my favorite bands like pop punk bands like newfound glory and yellow card and blink 182 and they would write these songs and i would just connect with their lyrics and i wish that i could be in a band but i can't sing or, or play music but there was this love of of trying yeah. to communicate something that i knew that i felt and wanting others to to come alongside it and wrap their hands around it too because i knew that they would feel it also and so I, i've been writing since middle school but i didn't start putting stuff out until about 2013 um so close to about about mm. 10 years ago um and, and the the hope the idea was was to to be a writer like i just wanted to put words down on a piece of paper that others could be seen and that he could connect that they could connect with um 
and so yeah, that, it all began in 2013. I started writing spoken word poems, and they were not very good. They were long and <laughs> hard to understand, and I wanted to say them loudly. But then I realized that really wasn't me. And so it took it took me a while for me to not only like find my voice, but to find my my way as a creator. And what are the things that I like to create? Mm. And why do I like to create them? And it, and it took a little while for me to to get out of the way and to to let the mission, the idea, to kind of take hold and to to move me forward. And so. Um, um, it's been a wild last 10 years, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, stops, pauses, places where I wish I could rewind and some places where I wish I could fast forward. But um, it's all been, it's all taught me something. Yeah. Well, it's so incredible. And I think uh, I want to dive into that kind of creative process a little bit. Before that, I always like to ask this question because it's always fascinating to me. But do you have like a daily rhythm or a schedule? Because you're a writer, mm -hmm. obviously you're a podcaster, you're creating social media content. Like what is that? Obviously, like you're married. Like what, what kind of does that process look like? I, I think every day, every day looks different and then every season looks different as well. Um, on my mm -hmm. best days, I'm waking up at 5.45 or 6 and I'm writing before my wife and dog get up before we go on a walk. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, I'll usually come back into the office um, around eight or so, and, and I'll do a little bit of reading, a little bit of praying, and then I'll just pick up where I left off from the day before. And so it could be working on a book, mm -hmm. it could be working on a poem, it could be working on something for like a client or doing all the behind the scenes work to make sure that I'm able to be in this state at this time uh, doing this thing. And so it might be writing messages uh, for a middle school retreat, or it might be working on a poem for a conference in two months. It just kind of depends. And so there's always a lot of different plates that are spinning. Um, and that's good because um, I'm hungry. So um, it's good to yeah. have a lot of plates. I love that. Yeah. There's so many like little lines mm -hmm. that football players say that I'm like, that was really good. I don't think you knew how good it was, but uh, yeah. that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, like I said, creative process. So you yeah, said yeah, you yeah. started writing in middle school. To be honest, I'm sure that there's some middle schoolers going to watch this who maybe have a yeah. concept or an idea of like, hey, where do I start? Like, all right, I see that your platform, you're traveling, you're writing books. I want to get mm -hmm. there someday. What is, number one, what does there look like to you? Because we always have this pro, like this concept of arrival, yeah. which again I don't think ever happens. But to a to a younger audience or a younger viewer, where does that start? Like, where should they start? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the I think you just have to start. Um, and it's it's the mm -hmm. the advice I give to young writers is I don't think it's this mind blowing advice. It is very simple, and it's not what you want to hear. The advice is just begin, just just start. So if you want to be a writer, start writing, start reading, start putting words down on paper. But you also have to understand it's probably not going to be that good when you begin, and that's okay. Like because if you're willing to be bad at something, you might just become mm -hmm. good at it. And so when you sit down and you put the time into it and you take those small faithful steps forward because it's that's what it's going to be. It's small faithful steps forward. You're going to get somewhere. You're going to go somewhere. You're going to create a distance that from where you were to where you are. And along the way, it's yeah. important to, to slow down and to celebrate, to thank God for it all and, and, and to and to write through it. Um, so that's that's the advice that I would get, give. And inside mm -hmm. all of that is you just have to give it time. And you have to give it time and you cannot compare where you're at to where somebody else is. 
because your trajectory is going to be different from that person's and that mm-hmm. person's. And yeah. That person. Besides movies or besides, was there a person in your life who really pushed you from like, Hey Tanner, I think you're really gifted in this. Yeah. So while I was working in Austin, Texas, I was working at a church and, and the pastor of the church, his name's Barrett Graving. He, he sat me down one day and he was like, you know, you can do this, right? And I was like, mm. what do you mean? He's like, you know, you can be a writer. Like you're, you're doing it. Like if you, if you want, like you can do this full time. Like there's, there's a way to make that happen. And, and he, he did a lot of, um, and I think he, I mean, he was being a pastor. He was helping me see what I really couldn't see. And he was reminding me of the, of the faith that was inside of me and that I was able to actually take a next step. Um, and mm. I was just comfortable doing my own thing, writing poems here and there and, and selling stuff on my website. But he's like, no, man, like, there's a there's a place for you as a writer in the world and then he you know, mm. reminded me about how you know for centuries the church has used poetry and how poets have you know inspired and encouraged the faith of others and, and that's really what i want to do and and i needed someone to see that in me before i could see that in myself myself mm. yeah what for even you now though what is are a couple things that you look in others to see that so as you were taught to look in, like he looked inside of you and saw things, uh, you, how do you do that? I think, so one of the beautiful things about, about the internet and in the, the age that we live in right now is anybody can send me a message about anything. And, and I'm mm-hmm. one of those people who like, if you send me a message, like I want to respond to it. Like I want to give you a good answer, a solid answer back. Like I want you to know that like you're seen um, and that you're cared for and that, that you matter as well. And so I'll get a lot of instant mess or messages about like, hey, I want to be a writer. Where did you, how did you start? How did you begin? And so I take the time to respond to that because I think that there's something in that of like mm-hmm. helping somebody else see like, hey, I started in a place that that was full of questions and anxiety and worry. But it's like I said earlier, man, it's like those small little steps forward and somebody else who's mm-hmm. taken those steps and says, Hey, like they're going to be hard, but you're capable of doing it. So just take the next one again tomorrow. Um, yeah. And so I, well, I, love I, I don't that. want people. Yeah. I just don't want people to think that just because it's, it's something that somebody else has done that they can't, they can't do it. Uh, like everyone has mm-hmm. something to say. And if, and if you want to be a writer, like, I mean, first of all, good luck. And, but like you can do it. You just have to start. Yeah. For for anyone who we talked a little bit about the introductory of like writing a book or trying to taking a step, even so much bigger than that, like whatever somebody wants, maybe start a business, maybe start a podcast, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, for the writing specific person, uh, do you have like a writing schedule? Like you said, you usually in the mornings because it's a lot. Like writing a hundred thousand words obviously takes Mm -hmm. quite a long time is there like a process to that that you use or are you more organic um i think a little bit of both so like currently i'm working on writing a memoir and that's a lot more than putting together a collection of poetry and so I, I do my best to kind of break it down. And so it's like, I'm not looking at the, the whole entire marathon. I'm looking at mm-hmm. every single mile and then I'm breaking that mile down to, you know, okay, this is this quarter mile, this is this quarter. And so I'm, I'm taking the big project and making it as small as I can and then focusing in on that. And then as you write and as you kind of tick something off, like it's pretty soon you're, you're gonna be pretty far and you'll eventually cross the finish line or that's the hope. Uh, I'll, all analogies kind of break down at some point, but if the idea of like, if that's the thing that you want to do, like break it down, take it day by day mm-hmm. and understand like 
it's going to take a while to get to the end, uh, but it's it, it's worth it because um, it can be. I mean, it can be overwhelming to say, "All right, I'm going to do this." It's like, okay, let's let's slow down, take it step by step at a time, and just like let's just begin with chapter one, or let's begin. You want to write? You want want to write a book of poetry? Let's write one poem a day, and then you know, mm-hmm. in a hundred days, you'll have a hundred poems, and that's yeah. something to be proud of. That's a lot, yeah. I I love and even you said earlier that you you were on a, in ministry. Was there like did you grow up in the church? Did you have like a moment where you started going to church, maybe like youth group or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, was there a moment for you like that? Yeah, I, I grew up in the church. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. that was basically uh, where where we lived. It seemed like I mean, we go on you know Sunday in the morning, Wednesday nights, and then Sunday evening it was like youth group, and so we were always there and. Uh, it was one of those, it was a place for me where it really helped me see all these different ways to express your faith, to be artistic, um, you know, from, mm. from the band, from musicians, to the choir, to the, the way that the pastor preached, to the, our, our youth leader taught us, like there was always something uh, to be learned and, and inspired by uh, through the ways that they lived out their faith and the creativity uh, that they had. Um, but yeah, man, I went, I grew up going to church and uh, mm-hmm. I, I still, I still go to church. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, I I forgot what I was listening to, but they were talking about how we do not celebrate that enough, and it should be over-celebrated, the people who grew up in the church and stayed in the church right now. Um, Because you'll never see that on like a Sunday morning uh, testimony video, but it should be because it's so beautiful. And I think Mm -hmm. like you and I are husbands, and we're praying Mm -hmm. that our kids someday um, mm-hmm. will be in the faith and love the local church. And right. I just absolutely love that. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. So for you, like you talked about, you go to church. What is the importance of being in the local church to you? Because obviously you're a writer, you're traveling. There's a lot of stuff going on, but obviously mm-hmm. foundational pieces. Um, yeah. What are the importance of that for you? Yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, the, the pandemic was a wild thing because we weren't, you know, obviously weren't able to, to meet together, to be together, to gather together. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about, right? It's the meeting together. It's the breaking of the bread together. It's the, the confessing of our sins and hearing the, um, the, the power of the gospel spoken over you, the reminder that your sins are forgiven, that you are free, that you can walk in grace and live in love and that you are, you are loved that the tomb is open and and that God is, is with you and he is for you and hearing that Mm. week after week and being filled with the gifts of God and to be surrounded by the people of God. I mean, it's a, it's not just a thing that you do, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not just another thing. It's like, we're going to be with our people to worship our God. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, and for so long in my life, I thought, Oh, this will have to go to church Sunday. I got to go to church. (laughs) this one. I'm, you know, I'm 12. I don't want to do anything. Uh, I want to yeah. eat biscuits and just sit on the couch and watch MTV. Like that's <laughs> right. it, right? But like, no, like this. And now, now I see it as, well, this is a place where we get to not only be filled up, but to be with other people, um, and mm-hmm. we get to worship. And and you just, I don't know, why would I not want to be part of that week after week? Right. Yeah. I mean, literally, though, it's the best thing on the planet uh, mm-hmm. is being with. Uh, people who think like you have the same vision as you of where you want to go. Um, it's just, it's imperative. And I, I always mm-hmm. love that because people who create a lot of social media content, like both of us, um, mm-hmm. I always go back like, Hey, yes, that's great. But you need to have your foundations ready to roll because when then they're not there, 
um, <laughs> it'll fall, it'll break. So Tanner, give us one last piece of advice. There's there's such a wide variety, wide audience here. You got a 16 year old who follows me because I have cool shoes and you got like an 85 year old <laughs> guy who listens to me um, because I'm a rebel. <laughs> so uh, give us. <laughs> I would say this, um, and I, I've recently started saying this a little bit more on the internet, but it's life is not a race and you are not behind. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're, we're get, we get, I get caught up. I just get caught up in comparing themselves to other people. And we don't need, we don't need to do that. You are where you are and where you are is not a bad place to be. And so going mm-hmm. back to what you said, like, let's remember to be faithful. Let's remember to, to just remember the gifts that God has given us and to live in those, to walk those out, to be right where we are and to see that where we are is really not a bad place <laughs> for us to be. So life is not a race and you are not behind and write that down. Say it to yourself in the mirror. Life is not a race and you are not behind. Yeah. So good for all of you guys who are watching and listening or just watching my headlight keeps coming out. That's all right. <laughs> that's part <laughs> Thank of, you so much. For, part, it's part of yeah. the conversation. Yeah. It's part of life, bro. Your lights yeah. fall out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You got to just run the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on man. Seriously. I hope that, of course. um, uh, yeah, just thank you for your time. I super uh, yeah. value you, your wisdom. You have an incredible voice, by the way. What a podcast voice. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you so very much. I've been working <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, for anyone listening, I hope that this added value to you. hope that you had a notebook out and took some notes from Tanner. So much beautiful insight of just a creative, creative mind, creative rhythms, Um, And a little insight to somebody who's walked the walk. They're not just talking about things, but they've lived life and they've lived it uh, in incredible ways. So thanks again, man.